You are listening to Zero E Michigan with Carl Bloss and Larry Hudson. On this show, we try to explore and simplify what's happening with electric vehicles, energy generation, and zero emissions topics with a focus on our home state of Michigan. Together with our guests, we demystify topics related to driving electric in Michigan and how you can select, charge, maintain, and get the maximum value out of your EV. This podcast is sponsored by Consumers Energy and the Power My Drive program. Start your EV journey at consumersenergy.com slash EV. Welcome back to the Zero E Michigan podcast. Uh, I'm Carl Bloss. I'm going to be by myself today. Happy New Year. I hope you had a relaxing holiday surrounded by friends and family. Uh, again, today is just myself. Larry is driving today, and we didn't want to delay a New Year's edition for another week. Uh, so forgive me, I'm going to be looking at my notes here. I am back in Kansas City since um, I drove my daughter's Chevy Volt back from Michigan. You can see that in the background here. We were charging at a dealership overnight during one of our hotel stays, got a free charge. So thank you to the Chrysler dealership for that. And tomorrow I'm going to be taking the Amtrak back home to Michigan. Uh, what I wanted to do today is do a little bit of a 2024 look ahead, what's coming up. So let me start with some events. Um, first of all, on the West Michigan EV Facebook page, which, by the way, all of these things are going to be in the show notes. So on YouTube and as well as on the audio versions, there should be some show notes with links. So the West Michigan EV Facebook group is now approaching 1,000 members, which is pretty exciting. And um, in keeping with our tradition, we're going to be having our social event. Uh, so it's tentatively planned for January 18th in Spring Lake, Michigan, at the Fuel Bar and Refuge, 6 to 8 p.m., and uh, which is very close to the DC Fast Charger that's relatively new in town. So if you need a charge, you can stop in there, walk a couple of blocks, and meet up with us. I'm going to be putting that event on the Facebook page uh, as an official event. So uh, if you're going to come, please sign up. um, And so I have a headcount so I can reserve appropriate size table. Um, Also wanted to mention that the Electric Vehicle Association of the U.S. is having their annual meeting January 27th, and this is at the Aptera headquarters in Carlsbad, California. Uh, I've been invited to come. There's some other news that I can't share quite yet, but I'm kind of excited. I booked a trip, um, rented a Tesla, and um, hoping to get to actually see an Aptera vehicle uh, in the, as they say, bank What else? Grand Rapids Auto Show, February 1st to 4th at DeVos Place. I will be there again with the Consumers Energy booth, including our F-150 Lightning. That, for me, may be one of the last official shows or events that I do on behalf of Consumers Energy before I retire in March, which I mentioned during one of the last podcasts. So let's move on with some things coming up in 2024. Uh, One of the things, of course, is the change in the federal tax credit which is now changing to a what they call cash on the hood so it's being distributed to the dealers which means they should be passing those savings on to you right away so you don't have to wait until you do your taxes the following year um, as far as which vehicles are eligible that has tightened up so i would say watch sites like plug in america and inside evs for articles and other links, how to tell which vehicles are eligible. Often they have VIN lookups, uh, things like that. Just be a little bit careful out there that the vehicle that you're looking at is actually eligible before you mentally take credit for that. 
one of the vehicles that is eligible is the Chevy Bolt EV, and we're seeing some of the tail end of those uh, production available. There was an article on Inside EVs, I believe, and I'll, I'll put a link again, uh, $20,000 Chevy Bolts. Um, I have seen lots of used, about $15,000 Chevy Bolt EVs, and a lot of those with the replaced batteries. Um, again, used EVs are hitting the market. Don't forget that there is a federal tax credit for used EVs, but it is a bit restrictive. So make sure you do your homework on whether a vehicle is eligible or not. So for example, it has to be sold through a dealer. Uh, it can only get the tax credit once so that people don't flip the vehicles and keep sucking up those tax credits. So if it's already been sold since that law went into effect, then it won't be eligible. So again, there should be VIN lookups for that. Um, Plug-in hybrids are not dead yet. So the Toyota Prius Prime is getting some good reviews. I think it looks good. Uh, it looks like the performance is much better than some of the older versions. And it also earned the Motor Trend Car of the Year for 2024. So if that's something that you're looking into, um, look at the, the Prius Prime. Personally, I'm not a huge Toyota fan anymore because of the way they've dragged their feet with EVs. But that particular vehicle, the Prius Prime, as well as the RAV4 Prime, do seem to be very popular with the people that have them. We've seen a lot of news about the Cybertruck and F-150 Lightnings. Uh, personally, I don't get it. I'm not a truck person. Uh, one of the things that bothers me about these big vehicles is how inefficient they are. So for me, uh, one of the things I'm excited about in 2024 is more efficient vehicles. I've already mentioned the Abterra. If you're not familiar with it, go to abterra.us to see what that's all about. I'm not only a reservation holder, but I am a small-time investor. Um, so obviously, I'm a little bit biased there. I, I do think that they're on a good path to making it to production. It's not a sure thing, but I would certainly love to see that. Uh, everything I'm seeing, it's going to be early 2025 before we see anything roll off the assembly line. But then there's some cool stuff going on, like the people who have the launch editions um, should be able to go out to Carlsbad and pick them up. And maybe we'll have a big caravan coming across the, uh, the states when people pick those up. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I've been in touch with Chad and Sarah from Drive the Lightning YouTube channel and hoping for some collaboration there. Hopefully we can get them on, on our channel and, and vice versa. Also seeing a lot more low-speed vehicles. Uh, I saw another one pop up here recently called the Nimbus. So if you go to nimbusev.com, um, that one looks interesting. It's a three-wheeler with doors. They're based in Ann Arbor, so I'm going to reach out to them, see if maybe there's a way for me to take a look at one of those vehicles, drive it, or talk to the folks, maybe get them on the channel. Um, looks like about a $10,000 vehicle. There's also a rental option. So anyway, looks kind of cool. In the past, we've seen Wink Motors, uh, Gem. Uh, one of the people that follows this kind of vehicle is Micah Toll on Electrek. Again, I'll put a link to his page on Electrek, uh, kind of like what, what he's done in terms of reviewing and showing what low-speed vehicles are all about. So those kind of vehicles, efficient vehicles, he's also big into e-bikes and two-wheeled vehicles. Um, but of course, in Michigan, we have winters. And so I'm kind of interested in seeing something three-wheeled before I get my Aptera. So who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll latch onto something to... Um, uh, to replace the Kia Nero that my son seems to be driving more often and 
since my wife usually takes the Tesla Model Y, sometimes I'm stuck without a vehicle. So uh, who knows? There's a little bit of a hole in my garage. So looking for something like that. Other things going on, more charging infrastructure build out for 2024. We are seeing the NEVI, National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure, build out going on. I know Ohio has uh, made some strides there. I think Michigan is lagging a little bit because of some of the requirements, the way it's going through the MDOT. So, but hopefully we'll see some resolution there, seeing more stations being built. Speaking of more stations being built, the Flying J Pilot EVGO partnership seems to be really cranking up. So again, a shout out to Walter at uh, TNAC Network Architect Channel. He's been following that closely. Again, I'll put a link to his updates. Um, he's been very active with that. He took some trips, uh, also went to some Bucky's locations. So there's some pretty cool things happening with travel centers. Also, EVGO at Meyer. Again, I think that's part of the Ohio build out with, with Nevi. So hopefully we'll see some more with that. One thing I do see in terms of charging networks, the non-Tesla networks seem to be struggling a little bit. And I think part of that is just, you know, everybody's heading towards what is Tesla doing, worried about that competition, worried about CCS. Yeah, I think we're going to start to see some mergers and acquisitions. I think the build-out is still there. The question is, how is anybody going to make any money on this, particularly in the face of, of Tesla having very cost-effective charging? Also, speaking of Tesla superchargers, there's kind of this idea that, you know, Tesla will all of a sudden have all of these superchargers that are available for non-Teslas. I get this question all the time. Well, 2024, aren't we going to have access to the superchargers? Uh, well, yes and no. I, I wouldn't hold my breath just yet. I think it's going to take a little bit while before they open things up. And, uh, you know, the sites that have the Magic Dock, which is the, the captive adapter, uh, they're not building out that quickly. And even with sites that you would need an adapter for, there are companies out there building an adapter. But again, if you don't have access to the network, it doesn't do you any good whether you can put a plug in this thing or not. So in, in that sense, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting 2024 as far as DC fast chargers. Uh, one thing I'm also seeing a little bit is some older EVs are starting to have some battery issues. There have been some discussions about some of the older Teslas um, and, you know, other 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 EVs, uh, certainly the old Nissan Leafs that had uh, air-cooled or non-actively cooled batteries, also smaller battery packs that needed to cycle more. Some of those are starting to degrade. But we are seeing some companies that are stepping up and in, uh, independent shops that fix those batteries, replace cells. So hopefully that's a trend that we're going to see. Uh, I just saw a green bean battery. Uh, they've been doing uh, hybrid battery replacements for a while. We have some local shops um, here in, in West Michigan, Irvine's in, in Grand Rapids, uh, in Spring Lake, we have uh, Lakeshore Hybrid. So hopefully some of those folks can step up and take care of some of those older EVs. What else to watch? Kia Hyundai, I think, are doing very well. Uh, they are all still being built in South Korea, which means they're not eligible for the tax credit. That's been that way for a little while. But nonetheless, the sales seem to be quite good. There's some very compelling products with their eGMP platform, very fast charging, uh, good quality stuff. Uh, I mean, I love my Kia Nero. It's not the eGMP 
So it's not as fast charging, but certainly the new ones, the you know, Ionic 5, Ionic 6, uh, Kia EV9 is out there. Those are being tested. Kia and Hyundai are building a factory in the U.S., which should be coming online later in 2024, which would make their U.S.-built products eligible for the federal tax credit, which would be certainly a boost to their, their sales. Uh, Chinese EVs, I don't see them coming to the U.S. anytime soon. You know, we're seeing uh, news articles about how BYD is passing or not passing Tesla in terms of their manufacturing, but, um, you know, they're basically catering to the Chinese market right now. We might start to see some in Canada. So for those traveling into Canada, who knows, you might start to see some Chinese built EVs there. So that's it from my side, um, kind of what trends are, are you looking forward to in 2024? What are things on the horizon that excite you? What are things on the horizon that concern you? So put those in the show notes. Um, we'd love to hear what kind of things you'd be interested in hearing from us about in 2024. And uh, we'll try to tailor our content appropriately. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>